Sick Maniacs. Movie City Maniacs. That Jessica is such a bitch, isn't she? Oh my God, Kyle. Did you see her hair? I know. Ugh. I what was she thinking? I couldn't believe that Annie thought it was a good idea to wear that to a party. Am I right? Exactly. What Hello. a slut. Am I allowed to say slut? slut, slut like a, <laughs> Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Movie City, City Maniacs. Maniacs. Yeah, open up them. Yeah. <laughs> We're still trying to figure that out. Yeah, so. but I think we'll just that we'll good. go with that's it each good. time. That's Why good. not? Good. You know what I mean? We just opened up by calling to the giant slut. <laughs> what up, Kyle, you slut? <laughs> uh, welcome, everyone, to the third episode of the Movie City Maniacs. And uh, this is part three of our graduation slasher series. Uh, we're going to talk about Sorority Row from 2009. The, 2009, the, eh? the modern slasher classic. Yeah. I would, um, I would swear this is 2003. <laughs> like, I swear. Like, that's weird. It has like a 2003 written all over it. Well, I, I think 2003, they would have been a lot more, um, a little more proper, I think, uh, in oh, 2003. Okay. You know, they had the CW crowd. They didn't, like, weren't allowed to show any, yeah. any, any real nudity or any okay. violent kills. Yeah. And, like, this movie... Um, I was surprised. I thought there'd be like no nudity. I thought it'd be a bit more. It definitely was whitewashed. Don't get me wrong, but I thought there'd be a bit more like almost uh, family friendly. But there was some like titties. There was some like cool kills. Well, it's it's definitely a raunchier yeah. version. It's it's like they took that mold from the early two thousands yeah. and kind of raunched up. You have characters yeah. that are swearing and are Date terrible people. people. And yeah, exactly. But we're getting too much yeah. into it. <laughs> Before we fully jump into uh, Sorority Row, any anything you want to chat I do about? Want to talk have about you watched anything? I've heard. I've heard that like there. There is a, uh, a newly found f- uh, footage of uh, the original uh, 35 millimeter of uh, Suspiria. So they're going to do like a road show with that Suspiria all through the States. And of course, yeah, no Canadian no, show, not whatsoever. even a Toronto show. I know I, I saw that and I was so looking forward to How like... How dope would that be? Oh, it'd be amazing. And apparently like it's a it's a clean print. Like they, mm-hmm. it was one that wasn't used much. So it's, it looks great from what I've heard. Uh, but yeah, of course, not in Canada. Where's the closest one to us? Uh, I'm not it's too sure. Like I'd New to York, eh? Yeah, I'm yeah. sure we'd have to cross We're the border We're not going to like Buffalo, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, fuck that. Uh, but there's a cool article I read. Um, mm. Do you remember that famous uh, Phoenix Lights? Yeah. The famous Phoenix... It, it's like, I, th- I believe it's uh, the UFO with the most sightings, most... Uh, witnessed by the largest audience there? Yeah, exactly. Did you see the movie that they made about this? Like They I made a, like a found footage movie. Like, it came out this year called uh, The Phoenix Forgotten. No, I haven't. So yeah, it was pretty much like a... <laughs> It was a VHS tape that they found almost Blair Witch esque, and it kind of took place around the same time. Did you as see Blair the movie? Or? I did actually. Uh, any good? Or? I I have such an affinity for VHS movies, so this was pretty much a hmm. VHS found footage, like the Blair Witch, but a bit more modern. Yeah. So if I thought it was, I'm going to say. <laughs> A working man's Blair Witch, but that doesn't make any sense. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't the same vein as it wasn't the same um, league as Blair Witch, but it was still enjoyable. You're a, you're a found footage. Uh, I do like fan, again, aren't you? VHS, like the movie VHS. I love like when they put it in. It kind of has the date at the top. It says like SP one has. I I have such an affinity for VHS movies. You're a found footage fanatic, aren't you? Well. No, <laughs> <laughs> you seem to you no. seem to enjoy a lot of. It. I find most yeah. of it trash, but occasionally there's a gem yeah. hidden in the rough. But uh, uh, for the most part, yeah, I'll give you that. Like I do like a bit of found footage, but modern ones I find kind of uh, abrasive and annoying. But I, the whole reason I brought this up, yeah. I guess, there's an interview and uh, with Kurt Russell. He was a pilot. He was yeah the the pilot that called in the the uh, report to the uh, air traffic control or whatever to oh, report crazy. the lights. So that's pretty cool. Speaking of Kurt Russell, I heard a weird tidbit today that I saw online. Do you know uh, the Elvis and Forrest Gump that comes to live with him? 
Yeah, yeah. Apparently, that's voiced over by Kurt Russell. Yeah, I think I, I think I heard something like that. Who didn't apparently get to sing any of his songs when he was Elvis in the John Carpenter uh, Elvis movie? Ah, interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a little Kurt Russell attendant for you. <laughs> and now you know. Yeah, uh, yeah I guess moving off uh, tidbits. Yeah. Uh, did you watch anything good? Or have you seen the Magnificent Seven? The remake? Yeah. The recent with, uh, one from, uh, the guy from, from 2016, right? Yeah, the guy from uh, Training Day who did it, uh, Far- Farquaad? And, and Antoine Fuqua or something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I saw I that did. on uh, Saturday. That's a film uh, no, no one talked about. It. I don't know if I made my 10 of last year, I but I, I really was, enjoyed yeah, this movie. Yeah, I found it like. It, it, it's entertaining. I mean, it wasn't anything yeah. like you haven't seen before, but I was you're, entertained. And you're, you're going to forget it, but like it is like two hours of just like a bunch of a ragtag group of modern well, Indians. It's and like yeah, boys, getting a bunch of cool. interesting actors and characters mm. and just having them like have fun. Like you just yeah. want to hang out with these these group of guys. Like, I mean, you know, what's the guys? Chris name? Pratt and Ethan Hawke and Ethan Hawke was amazing in this movie. Denzel Washington, of course, he was a badass as he always yeah. is. Yeah, I, I remember. I had I had a lot of fun with it, and I enjoyed mm. it quite a bit. It was strange that you never really heard anyone. I'm surprised uh, you get more uh, play because it was like a ton of fun. Like, and every character was kind of likable and enjoyable. Well, and it's I mean, it's a story you've all seen a oh, billion yeah, times. Course. It's Seven Samurai, but with yeah. cowboys, and it's well, obviously, it's a remake of yeah, that film. Yeah, everyone has their own like uh, personality. Their yeah, own, exactly. Like, you got yeah. one guy who's really good with knives. You got one guy who's really good with the uh, the quick draw and the magic tricks. Yeah, exactly. Well, it, and it's it's one of those films where I, I find that it seems to get lost in a lot of films mm-hmm. these days, and that all the characters were interesting enough and memorable enough. You could come away yeah. and have a favorite character, and you'll remember who every character was. Yeah. Where some of these movies you've seen, it's like they all kind of blend in together. The characters yeah. I find. So, yeah, yeah, I thought hey, that did a great Vincent job. D'Onofrio of, was amazing in that. And I totally yeah, forgot yeah. he was in it yeah. just now. So yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, I watched for the first time from 1990 Ooh. the Dolph Lundgren classic I, Dark Angel, aka I Come in Peace. So uh, I, I had fun with it. To be honest, um, I, I grew up in the 80s as yeah. you did, and um, you know I grew up on the Seagal, the Schwarzenegger, yeah. the Van Damme. I, I watched those movies like he he was he man as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I, I watch those movies like every day. Yeah. You know I mean, like that was. The movies I watched over and over again, those and like maybe some Goonies and Star Wars or whatever. Um, But those were the films on repeat. And for some reason, there's there's two action stars that kind of got lost in the shuffle for me. Uh, Chuck Norris, I never, I saw like sidekicks. Yeah. And maybe like the Hitman or something, but I never really got into like Delta Force or anything like that. Um, or missing in action. So I need to go through his collection. I've been picking them up as I see them, you know, for a cheap price on blue. But uh, Dolph Lindgren was the other guy. I mean, again, I saw The Punisher and I saw Masters of the Universe, but I don't think those were considered yeah. like, Dolph you know, Lundgren his high movies. caliber. I guess Rocky Four. And I saw Rocky Four. But again, those aren't really like... Universal Soldier, I guess he was in. Oh, I did see that one too. That was a good one. But yeah. I missed, I, I pretty much, I guess I missed all well, his like... What other movies did he have out of that? <laughs> well, he, he had like a lot of films that he headlined that were supposed to be really good action. I believe Army of One, uh, okay. Red Scorpion, yeah, Red Scorpion. And, um, and Dark Angel. Those were kind of like okay. his trifecta, I guess, his yeah. three big films of the late 80s, early 90s that, you know, were his films. Yeah. It wasn't sharing the throne with like Van Damme yeah. or Stallone or anything. Uh, so I was excited to uh, finally check this out. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's <laughs> Dolph Lundgren <laughs> kicking a ass. giant alien or well, what? It, it, it's, it's weird. It's a really weird, almost like complicated plot considering yeah. what it is. This alien's coming down. He has this cool like blade that he shoots out of his arm that like spins around and just chops up anyone that hits, like chops so, off heads. Is it like Krull? 
kind of deal that has kind of yeah of well it's it's more of a, it almost looks like just a, a cd <laughs> okay cd disc all right, all um right, right. but anyways it's this blade that he shoots out of his arm but what he's doing is you find out that he's pretty much an alien drug dealer <laughs> no, he's <laughs> he just he ran out of space like on mars so he's just serving his like nuke up in uh, earth well, well, pretty For, much like, he's all the Earth dollars. Well, what he's doing is he's coming down and he's killing people and stealing the coke, and then he injects the people with the coke, and then st- this like wait, it's, this, not even, it's not even like space weed; it's just regular no, cocaine. It's cocaine, and this yeah. wire shoots out of his arm, which then sticks in their their head, I believe, or yeah. their their chest, and it drains like their blood mixed with the cocaine, and this creates some kind of drug that is like this. Oh, super space it's drug? It's like, yeah, it's this like sought-after drug in space, okay. so he's coming to like collect this. You have another alien who is a police alien uh, who is coming down to uh, to catch him, and then Dolph Lundgren and his new partner are thrown into the mix. Is Dolph Lundgren a cop? Yeah, he's a cop, and if, like all these movies at the beginning, his partner dies, so he wants revenge. Um, you have this other, like, the, you have the mob that's dealing the drugs that you have to deal with as well. Are they Colombian? Um, like in Predator 2? No, these guys are just like slimy, oh, yeah. rich punkers. white dudes. <laughs> punkers from like the uh, 80s? Um, Brian Benben, uh, strange name. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if people would remember, he was like the lead in the HBO show Dream On. Do you remember that show? I do actually. Because I never there, watched it. I just was, remember always seeing The only it. reason I watched that because there was boobies from time to yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, early HBO, I believe. Yeah. Uh, so he's his partner. And the whole, you don't know, do you trust this guy? Because he's yeah. he's from the FBI and they're teaming up the FBI and the police to uh, Martin Tupper look into was this. His name from Dream On. Weird. It, oh, weird that you knew yeah. that. Yeah. Right. Um, but, anyways, yeah, so they're just teaming up to try to stop this alien. So you kind of yeah. have that, like, um, you know, fun for the two um, kind of like obviously yeah. it doesn't live up to like Riggs and Murtaugh but you kind of got that camaraderie between the two d- very different <laughs> uh, very different uh, agents but uh, what's really fun about it is really like it it's not a great movie and surprisingly you don't get a lot of Dolph Lunger and like you know doing kicking ass really to the yeah. end like he's it's more of like them um, it's like this uh detective film I expected there to be more action and stuff but the last 20 minutes you get to see him you know throwing some jump kicks around and stuff but what's really cool is the alien has his gun and it just shoots out these like lasers or something but every bullet is pretty much an explosion so this movie I mean I could be wrong but I would be surprised if this is not in like the top 10 movies of all time for most explosions because every like time the alien shoots it's just an explosion it's like non-stop like explosion 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 he he blows up cars buildings everything everything so every because every time he shoots and it shoots like a machine gun so he'll shoot like five or That's six bullets and it's just explosion 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 so yeah that was kind of fun and of course most people probably know it from the uh, amazing memorable I come in peace yeah and you're going pieces exactly <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you remember and you probably haven't seen that movie I since you were a kid haven't seen this movie since like when did it come out 88 1990 yeah oh yeah haven't seen it since then but uh, yeah I don't know I, Dolph Lundgren, not really a great actor, yeah. but he's he's kind of charismatic enough that you know you're like ah, I, I kind of want to follow this guy kicking alien ass. Does he have a mullet? No, he's a, he's a good looking dude in yeah, this. Okay. I, like I always knew him from like yeah, like Master of the Universe yeah. and like the the Russian with the dyed blonde hair and yeah. Rocky. So like. You know, he's a good looking dude in this. Yeah, I, I right, can see, right, you, know, right. did, you know. Did you come in peace or was yeah. my wife knocking on your door? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, but yeah, I, um, I'm going to give it a three out of five. Okay. Uh, not a great film, but entertaining. I mean, it's it's what you expect. And I think yeah. like 
if it wasn't for that last 20, 30 minutes, I might have went two and a half or two even. Because I, I found leading up to that wasn't that interesting just because the mystery is not that interesting. But again, once you start getting the really cool action scenes, there's a really yeah. badass like chase scene that's you know right out of like a James Cameron film or something oh, where really? you know the alien steals the cop car and he's chasing Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> alien and, steals a cop car. You, know, <laughs> you sold me with alien steals a cop car. I he think. shoots a blade at another cop yeah. and the car does this huge crazy flip and then of course an explosion. explosion. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, had, uh, I had fun with it. I, I'm definitely curious to check out like the Army of One or the Red Scorpion, Scorpion. film that I've heard I think good Red things Scorpion about. might be kind of cool. Yeah. He was in Showdown in Little Tokyo too, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, that was another right. one, yeah. So, okay. yeah, we, we need to do, we'll have to cover one of these days yeah. some like 80s action stars because all those movies, I mean, uh, yeah, they're kind they're of, still fun. Like yeah. I can still watch Hard to Kill and have the time of my life. Like yeah. it's, uh, that John Woo and that slide I've guitar. <laughs> the time of my life. So you want to watch uh, Patrick Swayze? With and- Steven Seagal and Van Damme. <laughs> Uh, no, uh, yeah, I um, yeah, I don't know. I, I can always put we on those movies. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can always put on one of those eighties action star movies and just Zone have a blast out. with it. Yeah, exactly. They're, exactly. You put it on when you just want an hour and a half of motion spin fun. kicks. So uh, you know where to go for that shit. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I forgot to give my um, rating of the uh, Magnificent Seven. So I'm gonna go okay. three point five. Cool. And what about yeah. the uh, Phoenix? Oh, I. Didn't even think about that. I didn't think I, I saw this probably when it came out about three or four months ago. Okay, so maybe I'll give it three. Okay, yeah, cool. Right. Sorry, magnificent seven three out of five. Three point five. Oh, three point five. Yeah, that sounds about right. I, I might even. Went you know, there's something four. cool about it, like a Gatling gun too. Like when I saw the Gatling gun, I'm like this is pretty much young guns, isn't this? Yeah, but like yeah. a modern day take on it. It didn't hit me emotionally the same way like um, yeah. Last Samurai or Thirteen yeah. Assassins or even the Seven Samurai hit me mm-hmm. for some reason. I guess maybe those because those movies are like longer epic films that when yeah. the, the people die. It had more of an impact where this one yeah, didn't. Yeah, just didn't care. You Maybe it's because I knew this story too. I knew yeah. you know a lot of the characters were going to die. But um, yeah, I, I still uh, I still enjoyed it. Uh, do you have anything else that you watched? Yeah, you want to jump into Sorority Row? Yeah, let's uh, talk about Sorority Row from 2009. Here is the amazing trailer. My hope is you girls prepare to go out into the world that the things that you've learned here in Theta Pi will help you to do the right thing. <laughs> Have a problem. What is it? Garrett cheated on me. You cheat on one theta, you cheat on every theta. That boy needs to be taught a lesson. <laughs> you alright? Showtime. What's going on, babe? Are you okay? <laughs> oh my god. Guys, get whoa. Uh, she's convulsing. What did you do? Go get the car now. Maybe do a bad, bad thing. She's really dead. What? She really died, and it's my fault. Hey, Garrett, we're gonna take care of this, okay? Maybe do a bad, bad thing. What's happening? I can't see. Body. Do we wrap it in the blanket as is, or do we chop it into little pieces first? All right, everybody spread out and find sharp rocks to dismember the body with. How long are you going to keep this going? <laughs> what the hell did you do? She wasn't dead! Oh, my God. Megan's dead, and we're all responsible. I don't see a way out of this! Maybe there is. I'm not going to let this ruin our lives. If we all stick to the same story, no one will ever know. as happy as this day is, one of our sisters is still missing. To Megan, we love and miss you. Oh my God. It's a prank. Stealing an explanation. Hello? I have one, guys. Megan came back from the dead. Now she wants to kill us. 
radiation gowns right now. It's not Megan. She's rotting in a mine shaft. A group of sorority sisters try to cover up their death of their house sister after a prank goes wrong, only to be stalked by a serial killer. That's right, we are here to talk about Sorority Row from 2009, what many consider to be a slasher classic. Yeah, Theta um, Pi must die, Theta Pi must die. <laughs> directed by... To your top, say goodbye, Theta <laughs> Pi. <laughs> Directed by Stuart Hendler, written by Josh Stolberg and Pete Goldfinger, who um, really didn't do too much. Just They did the Piranha 3D remake, which kind of makes sense. Okay. That's a lot yeah. better of a film. Yeah. Um, but you can kind of see that the, the same the type same of characters, yeah. kind of like bros and yeah. jocks and, and sluts. <laughs> yeah. That's... Uh, and they also uh, wrote the new upcoming Jigsaw film. So okay. uh, maybe that's kind of a preview of what that film may be like. They're not like uh, putting a nail in that coffin, are they? They're doing another uh, song. Oh, yeah, movie? it's gonna be a straight sequel. Well then, what is that number eight? When did these movies or stop seven? like uh, making sense? Like I assume like there is they're trying to make them cohesive. You know, but there I want, isn't a I way. think we should cover yeah. the Saw films because your brother Dan is a big fan. We yeah. get him on the show. I've only yeah. seen the first couple, and I enjoyed them enough. I mean, I felt mm-hmm. like they kind of got less and less as it they went They get on, sillier but, as they go on, right? But I, I would like to uh, cover them all. Okay. Anyways, we're getting off track. Yeah. Starring uh, Brianna Evergan, uh, Leah Pipes, Rumor Willis, and Carrie Fisher. Ooh, um, Princess Leia. Starring Carrie Fisher may be uh, a bit yeah. of a trick. <laughs> I think they... I'd say more cameoing. That's um, <laughs> Carrie Fisher. I was really upset that she wasn't in the film more. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's just jump into it. Um, this film, it's a semi remake of the film we talked about last episode, House on Sorority Row, oh. but it really has nothing in common. I mean, what's well? I guess the characters. The only the only bit? thing that has in common is there's some women at a sorority. Yeah. They have a party and. I guess you could say a prank goes wrong. But yeah, it's a completely... Yeah. Whereas that film, it's all about, you know, the prank goes wrong, they accidentally murder their yeah. house mother. Well, there's there's one uh, character that's pretty much right out of the original, that mousy girl, who uh, I guess in Sword Rogue gets a toilet in the I head. I think that's more just like... Yeah, just a The trope. slasher yeah. cliche, yeah. yeah. You sense. always have the bitchy girl, you always yeah. have the... The mousy one. The quiet kind of virgin. Yeah. Then you have the good girl. Yeah. That the, the wound up being the final girl and then the in-between. Yeah, um, right. But anyways, yeah, this film, instead of having the house mother, they're pulling a prank. It, it's, it's, it's someone cheated on someone so he date rates Well, her? it's actually, it's the one girl's brother, for one yeah. thing. This film, let's throw it out there. Yeah. It's a very mean-spirited, oh, yeah. uh, just there, no, sleazy film. No likable characters whatsoever. No. Well, the final girl, you kind of, eh, like, she didn't not want it to really, go. But yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I guess I just I liked her in that burning yeah. bright That's what I'm thinking. tiger film. Yeah, so I was, of, uh, 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 you know, letting her slide. But uh, mm. actually, well, you know what the film should be called? What's I that? know what you did on Sorority Row. That actually makes a ton of sense. This is the exact. It yeah. has more in common with that film. It's yeah. You know. The, anyways, yeah. So the sorority girl's brother, they found out he cheated, cheated on someone on or something. Or something like so that. So they pull a prank where, yeah, it's a date he, rape He was prank. in, like, uh, one of the girls date raped uh, her. but So he's going along, like, hey, she's passed she's out. She's passed awesome. out. I'm going to go at Let's it. Let's videotape so, this. 
Yeah, then, I know right away you're just yeah. like, I feel dirty and yeah. sleazy watching this. Like, it's shit like this happens all the time. Yeah. That's not really that funny. But anyways, it turns out they're pulling a prank. She starts On coughing him. up. And it's it's Audrina Partridge, actually, mm-hmm. who is famous. What was she famous for? The Hills or one of those shows? Yeah, anyway, she's only got like five lines in this film, but she's yeah. terrible. No, what she's a terrible bad. actress. Like, she's the little bad. bit she has, it's just so bad. Yeah. It's like, I can't believe you could be that bad and, and that small of a role. It's crazy <laughs> that you can fuck up a role that bad yeah. poorly. But anyways, yeah, she... Uh, uh, pretends they pretend that she died and they're gonna yeah. go bury her body and um the bitchy girl makes a comment that we gotta get the deflate uh, her lungs yeah her lungs so let's look for rocks and it's all a prank but uh the one guy the, the brother doesn't realize it's a prank and he grabs the tire iron sticks it through her chest and actually kills her yeah and they all decide that uh they're terrible people and they're gonna hide the body <laughs> Because in, that's, the, that's in a mine shaft. Do. That's what you do. Um, and then we cut to eight months later. Nine or, months later. And uh, yeah, and they're uh, graduating. A baby now. is born. <laughs> a date <laughs> rape baby is born. Uh, they're graduating. And the baby comes out of the womb, already dead, and he comes on the killing spree. That movie I would watch. <laughs> Well then, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that probably would be more interesting yeah. than this. Uh, yeah, no, it's eight months later. They're graduating, and someone sends them a picture, pretty much saying, "I know what you did last yeah, summer." <laughs> that's exactly what it is. And uh, and it was someone a picture of like a tire iron. Yeah, and it's someone it's is going altered, around killing them. Of like a nuts and bolts, it has knives and yeah, you know, knives. <laughs> Yeah, there's like and a knife in the tire, and it's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, like you mentioned, everyone in this character yeah. is a douchebag. The the guys but are jock bro I'll give it douches. To Chug. Chug's, I guess. She just wants yeah. to get fucked up, right? I'm, I'm glad you mentioned. You yeah. know, there's. I hate every character. There's yeah. no character really to root for. Like I said, possibly the lead final girl who's was the lead yeah. in Burning Bright, maybe because she she's the one that's saying we should call the cops when this happens. I mean, the fact that she's... Well, I don't know if she went along with it. She went along with it in the beginning, but I don't know yeah. if she was a part of the, the prank from the beginning. You can kind of maybe root for her. Um, but anyways, yeah, everyone else, the guys are all cheating on oh, their girlfriend. Terrible, like, the one guy terrible. is like, as he just fucked his girlfriend, he's coming down the stairs, and he's like grabbing the ass of the other And, like, and they're just like joking. And like, they're, oh, everyone's joking about it. It's like, these yeah, people are despicable, and yeah. I want to see them all die. Yeah. I mean, I guess, again, that's the whole modern slasher... Well, modern horror film in general. Yeah. It's like... Let's just make everyone no despicable. So you're you're supposed to be encouraged to cheer on as yeah. they die. But to me, like you need you need that mix. I mean, you can have some you can have some despicable characters yeah. like in the original House and Sorcerer, but you need some people to to root yeah. for. And everyone in this one is like right from the first five minutes, you yeah. hate everyone. And this whole film, right from the beginning, is obnoxious. What yeah. you know from like the, the party scenes, the boom-bastic the music yeah. playing, like uh, everyone you would hate. The, yeah, these. Are, I mean, yeah. maybe we're just. Not that type of crowd, but that's not like those are the kind of parties that, like, maybe it's the popular parties, and maybe we're the nerds, yeah, and we were just not cool enough to get invited. I I refuse to believe, (laughs) but yeah, it's not a party that looks fun. I mean, it it looks like it's just like the biggest douchebag party in the world. But um, yeah, it's just everything that is really wrong with with modern. I agree, actually. I think this is a perfect example of what is wrong. Like, there's no likable characters. Everyone's like a real douchebag. It's really hard to differentiate most characters from the next because they all look very similar. Like, there is like that one Asian girl, but everyone else is very, very white. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no uh, character flaws in any of them. They're all like pristine models. Yeah, exactly. And again, that's the whole modern. I mean, that's the one thing we've been talking about. We watched The Prowl and House of Third Row, and we're going to. Going to talk about graduation day, mm. but you watch those films and all those characters. I mean, yeah, they probably weren't high school kids. Yeah, um, that's the standard. They had older actors, but yeah, all the sense. all the people look real. Yeah, they're all people you could 
see relate you can to. relate to. Whereas the, these are like all model looking. They've all had plastic surgery. They've yeah. all got perfect boobs, all that yeah. kind of stuff. And it, again, it's just like, it takes you out of it. There's yeah. something about watching that old film and all those old slasher films. And the characters to me were just so much more interesting. Yeah. Whereas like, talking about even Magnificent Seven, you can bring it into this yeah. again. But same thing as in 80s slasher films where you had a, group, a cast of characters and they all had their yeah. own unique personalities, exactly. their unique traits. You you remembered. I mean, you watch like 513th, the final chapter. Yeah. You remember Teddy. You remember yeah. his, uh, what's uh, Crispin Glover's character's name in that? But anyways, they all, you yeah. remember all the different characters. They all had their own unique yeah. thing going on and you watch this film and everyone is the same. Yeah, there's no... They're all just, I mean, yeah, you have the nerdy girl, but she's still kind you of... You got the girl who drinks alcohol more than the rest of them drink yeah. alcohol. But they're all, yeah, they're all just yeah. really despicable people. And yeah, it seems like we're saying that a lot, but really that's what I got out mm-hmm. of this film. Uh, I mean, the kills aren't anything special. There's one cool kill where... Um, this is probably the only decent kill where the girl kind of lays down and she's drinking a bottle and they just kind of crash it down her throat. Yeah, yeah. Which I thought was cool. But most, of, I guess, like the original yeah. though, the original was kind of the same thing. The kills weren't that interesting. It was mm-hmm. just a killer using the king. This is the same way, only someone's got killing with a tire iron. Yeah. This tire iron stupidly has like a net blade Four on the end or something. I don't know. But um, a bit lame. they want you to think that either Audrina Partridge survived yeah. and is seeking her revenge or someone saw her okay. or it could be the brother. It could be, you don't know who it is. Someone, I, again, it's like, I know you did that. Because they, they introduce her sister too who's trying to play for the thing. Yeah. But the fucked up thing is the girl who died was named Megan. Her sister's name is Maggie. Yeah. That's weird, right? It's like having like a son called Matthew and another one called Maddie. It's uh, Megan is Maggie. Oh, is it? I'm pretty I ne- sure. I, I yeah. never thought about that. I never yeah. noticed. I was it's just strange, more thinking right? that like Maggie, again, they introduce this character and you think, well, maybe she'll be the nice woman. And it's like, yeah. nope, she's that's, as despicable as all these people. They yeah. even make a joke that she would fit right in. It's yeah. like, you have a chance to introduce like yeah. one character for us to root for, and you kind of tear that away pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, as we mentioned, Carrie Fisher is in Princess there, but just Leia. a brief cameo. She's literally in there, then she disappears and comes back. I, I won't spoil too much, yeah. but in the finale, she's in there. But yeah, disappointing because again, yeah. the house mother played such an important part. I mean, yeah, she, didn't have a large role, speaking role in the original film, but had a very important part in the film. Yeah. And you know, it's just important that they threw away that that story and went with this one because yeah. I would have rather had you know Carrie Fisher being I, like their miserable house yeah, mother, right? Giving them the all tearing shit. apart. Yeah, exactly. And then you know her getting knocked off, but uh, unfortunately, it is not to be. But you're right. There is. There's two characters. I. Here's the thing. Two thirds of the film, maybe even three quarters of the film, it's Despicable. a piece of crap. It's it's a yeah. piece of shit. About like that last bit for the first twenty last twenty minutes, for some reason, I could just get behind two characters. Are you serious? One is Chugs. Yeah, yeah, she's a terrible person. I'm not saying I'm rooting for her. I want to see yeah. her die, but I thought she was at least kind of entertaining. She kind of stood out from the crowd a bit. Yeah, and the, and the fact that she's just this alcoholic uh, yeah, pretty much whore and she's proud of it she's not yeah. like hiding yeah. that she's a whore she's like I guess I'll sleep with my professor to get me better there's a great scene where she's like with um, a freshman yeah. and there's a party going They've, they're like going in the kitchen and she points to her vagina and she's yeah. like it's cold down there yeah it's amazing right <laughs> I thought that line was kind of funny so there's a couple lines like that and the other one is um, I mean the character is a character you just want to punch in the face. Yeah. But the lead bitchy girl, I got to admit, by the end, yeah. I was kind of finding, like, she's such a terrible person. Yeah. I was actually kind of laughing at some of her lines. She like, did kind of bring Someone would, like, barely survive and they yeah. just got chased or whatever, almost whatever happened. Mm-hmm. And she would, like, make a comment about, oh, you look terrible or something. Yeah. Like, 
it, I don't know, for some reason, just like I hated her throughout most of the film, but the last 20 minutes, I was just like, I kind of get where they're going with this character. Yeah. She's so despicable, it's almost humorous. Yeah. But um, I mean, again, it doesn't change the fact that, you know, yeah. it's still an unlikable cast characters. Yeah, I found some lines entertaining, but I, I would didn't still go rather that, like, have. Uh, what's that called? Oh, well, I guess waxing is when they are in the showers, like, yeah, you can wax more than the floors these days, eh, sweetie? <laughs> I thought that was kind of like, all right, good on you. Yeah, it's, it's again, like, there's mm-hmm. there's some witty back and forth um, but, one line. You can tell, like, the, the writers of this film were probably. <laughs> Despicable people. Yeah, and there's these no are lines they used or something. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm completely wrong about that, but the fact that you're getting a lot of the same dialogue in Piranha 3D, that's what it I'm seems thinking. like like the writers were the bros that were probably yeah. cheating on their girlfriends. That does you know, make going sense. to the parties to chant on yeah. women's Toga. to strip down and all that kind of stuff. These were these type of guys. Um, at least that's the impression I get. And yeah, because the whole film, like we mentioned, it's very, even the filmmaking I found was very obnoxious. Yeah. I mean, there's parts where the cameras constantly swing over the place, strobe was, lights. It's just, it's a bit had, of a mess. They had this uh, great scene with a hot tub where uh, they guess they put like a uh, Mr. Bubbles in. So it just bubbles everywhere. Mm-hmm. Almost like a phone party. And they could have made this such a cool scene. Yeah. But they just ruined it. They didn't, yeah. Nothing with it. Yeah. Nothing. Which I, mean, I thought was kind of dopey. I'll, I'll give it... I remember when this film came on the first time yeah. I watched it, I didn't really like it that much either, but I somewhat enjoyed it yeah. because, again, you were saying comparisons to 2003. I think this was coming out after that, and it was kind of like, you know, this isn't a PG horror film. We're yeah. going to have some gory kills. We're going to show some tits, and we're going to have... A bunch of swearing. Some sleazy, uh, lots of swearing and stuff. So I give them credit. They're trying to somewhat go back to... But I think, again, they thought, like, people were watching those 80s films for just those three things. Yeah. And maybe some people were. But I, I think, like, to me, yeah, the kills, great kills are great. Breasts are, you know, I'm a straight man. I enjoy some breasts here and there. That's all fun and, 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 yeah. and dandy, but you still need you characters. Said randy. It's all fun and randy. But. <laughs> uh, but you still need a character, a group of characters, yeah. too, that you want to follow. And I think this. You kind of get a little bit attached that. to. Yeah, exactly. You do get, I don't know if you noticed, there was a little bit of a homage to the uh, original film where the uh, killer grabs a cane. Oh, I saw, yeah. To, uh, to yeah. attack with. But, um, oh, and then you, you do get, uh, again, I won't go into too many details, but the finale is like, uh, you know, the house is on fire and you get lots of bad CGI fire. Did you notice it was almost exactly like like a scene from Rescue Me? Like yeah, that like it, terrible CGI it, fire? Exactly. It looked like you'd see fire in a TV show yeah. where they don't have the budget to do, mm-hmm. you know, set a house on fire and act in it. So they did it else. I'm sure it yeah. was safety reasons or whatever, or yeah, probably course, budgetary, but it, just but it, looked, bad. it looked bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, as you can see, I mean, I don't have too many yeah. positive things to say I, I about this I kind of want to get film. to the ending. I want to spoil this because I kind of want to like rip on the ending a little bit, if you don't mind. Okay, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, before we jump into spoilers, uh, what are you going to give I'm Sorority Row? 2.5. Well, that's... Uh, I had a 1.5, but then again, by the end, I kind of found some of the dialogue yeah. from those two characters kind of funny, so I, I moved it up to a 2. But yeah, okay. uh, this is pretty... This is bottom of the barrel for yeah. me. I would almost choose any... 80 slasher that is oh, just yeah. so much more fun. Again, that's the other thing. I, I think this film is just so mean spirited. It's missing the fun that you yeah. want. To, you want in slashers. I mean, having some bitch characters with some witty dialogue is, is okay here and there, but it's yeah. still it was it's missing something. It's, I, it's not it's not that interesting of a film, in my opinion. I mean, mm-hmm. there's not much to it. It's them having a party and people are getting knocked off, but it, they're not that interesting the way they're getting yeah. knocked off. And yeah, two out of five for me. Definitely a low point. Uh, 
It wasn't. I guess our first low yeah bad movie. This is like our first bad movie um, of the movie city mania. This one did feel like work. I'm not gonna lie. Um. So yeah, with that, um, we're gonna jump into some spoilers. We'll we'll put the uh the time at the uh, in the notes. So if you do not want to have this film spoiled you're really excited to watch it yeah um spoiler free then just skip ahead to the time we'll mention but yeah uh here we go let's talk spoilers so the ending this dude i guess his name was kyle he just comes up and uh, tries to kill the girl for no apparent reason was his name kyle yeah he was he was uh, okay. the, uh he was a jessica the bitchy boy's uh yeah, yeah, the yeah. bitchy girl's boyfriend who kind of just comes in just to kill people like i don't no, know it wasn't her it wasn't the bitchy girl's boyfriend yeah it was no. He comes and he says like, oh, you should have this, like, I guess, and he punches her or something like that. And then he gets an axe in the head from uh, Andy. He comes for no apparent reason just to kind of, he's the, uh, the senator's uh, son. He comes, I guess, to rescue her or like, but he punches her. Like he wants to, I guess, bury this whole thing. There's no apparent reason for him to be in there. Weird. I, I totally like did not, <laughs> I don't know if I fell asleep or yeah. I totally like, I remember... The, the lead final girl's boyfriend turning out yeah. to be the killer. Yeah. I don't even remember the senators. You don't remember him coming back? No. And like, uh, he, he comes because I guess like at first you think he's a killer yeah. and then he gets an uh, axe in the head from Andy. I guess they did it just for a yeah. quick like, oh, we got you. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't even recall. Yeah. That's a, such a, shows a, what I, such a yeah, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah <laughs> that's, that's all I got. Like, I just wanted to rip into that. Yeah, I, I, it's such a dopey thing. Well, we want a perfect life, so let's kill all your friends and uh, make it perfect. And then a small yeah. thing, but I guess this is kind of a slasher staple, so I let it slide. Yeah. But Carrie Fisher, I always, she comes in with a shotgun. You guys go there and call the cops. I'll go after this killer. Yeah. It's like you're this old woman. I yeah. mean, yeah, you got a gun, but come on, yeah, just yeah, wait in the room and yeah. keep the girls safe. To the put cops the shotgun. On the frame of the door, yeah. if someone comes in, yeah. we'll see who it is. If it looks like a killer, fucking blast them, right? And missing like three or four times with a shotgun yeah. that close is pretty hard, man. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess I've never shot a shotgun. I Maybe would, it's harder than I think, but I, I would I was kind of hoping so. she would be the killer, but uh, what are you going to do? When he pulls up the sleeve, is that like a, um, a slash or is that a burn mark? Oh, at the end. Yeah. No, yeah. At the end, the character is, that's the that's the brother that originally did okay. the raping. Because remember, he's got his arms that's uh, I saw it. slashed that's and then I they run him over thinking he's the yeah. killer. And then they find out that he was getting sent the pictures yeah. too. Yeah. At the very end, you see he rolls the sleeve and supposed yeah. to be now he's seeking revenge. Yeah. Setting up a sequel that thankfully we never got. <laughs> <laughs> so is that pretty much our... Uh... Uh, yeah, I don't have anything else more to add. That, that might... was Sorority Row. Yeah. I've, I have nothing more to say. Uh, I think you can definitely easily skip this film and just watch the original. I would agree. I think the original is like, one. you know, definitely a high point as we talked about it in, sli- mm-hmm. in the slasher genre. It's just interesting characters and interesting plot. Mm-hmm. This film, the, the plot just seems recycled from so many films since and mm-hmm. uh, not even as interesting as the original. I, I really am curious why the they felt they needed to change the original plot. It's weird, right? Because no one would have remembered that film, and it, this seems so similar. Like I, I know you did last summer. Apparently, the guy who uh, wrote the original was the executive producer of this movie. Yeah, I, I thought so. Maybe he wanted to double dip a little bit. See, I could be wrong, but I thought on the House and Sorority Row Blu-ray, he mentions that he wrote the the script, and I thought. It was originally called Seven Victims or something. So I don't oh. know. I could be wrong. I don't yeah. know. I didn't do that much research, but I'm curious okay. if he maybe did an original draft and they kind of like took what they wanted. Yeah, out that might have been it. And then tried to like you know make it modern, cooler, hip. and hipper. Yeah. For out of the way, kids. old man. No one cares what you have to say. Eighties boy. Yeah. But uh, and then again, like I don't want. 
I guess we can't really spoil how Sensority Row, yeah. but the the costume that I'll just say the costume yeah. that that character so cool, wear, right? wears at the end of that film. Way, like, why would you not? Way better. Perfect than a, chance a of bringing that back, and it would have been so cool. Such a dopey robe. He's wearing a fucking robe. Okay, and the end. And again, the robe. Wait, 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 isn't wait, wait, the robe? Wait. I know what you did. Isn't that what? No, I know what you did last summer. He wore the like slicker. the ring. Yeah, but uh, the robe we've seen several times. Yeah, I yeah, swear awesome, we have. Awesome. That's not that great. Um. Yeah. I yeah, uh, don't have really much more to add. That's all I got, man. Well, yeah, I guess we'll be back with hopefully a more exciting film. Uh, we're watching both for the first time, Graduation Day. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, so we'll be covering that on uh, episode four of Movie City Maniacs. Movie City Maniacs. <laughs> if you want to get a hold of us, uh, we have a Facebook uh, page and group, uh, Movie City Maniacs. Easy to find. Uh, email. MovieCityManiacs at gmail.com. Yeah, and then Twitter, uh, Movie City Ma- at Movie City Maniac, not plural, because... Just be Damn Twitter <laughs> just will not allow yeah. you to put that one extra character. How, that sucks, eh? How much I hate Twitter, but hopefully we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this has been another episode. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Episode three. And we'll be back next week with graduation day. Peace out, homies. <laughs> <laughs> Stay scared.